pick your class and learn your battle points. Because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to episode 186 of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, joined by my brother and co-host, Sam Goodwin. Hello there. In this episode, we'll be going over some of the topics on Twitter that uh, you guys have sent in to us and much more. Let's get started. We made it back from uh, Europe, Sam. Did we? I think so. Currently on two-week quarantine, so that's fun. But we are home. We're at the home studio right now. I've not been able to use the studio (laughs) in town probably for the rest of the month. So we took a trip for two weeks. Uh, We went to London, Inverness, and Dublin. We filmed everything. We did daily videos. Um, We did daily videos for two weeks. Uh, You can find that on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Films. Had a great time making those videos. Uh, But we went... We went on a semi-break. We tried to record podcasts before that, but it just didn't work out because of packing and all manner of things. Uh, We had to end our trip just a little bit early. We were planning on 15 days, but we had to leave earlier because of the current state of the world. Yeah, the trip was a lot of fun. Wasn't the best time to go with, as you said, the current state of things. But when we left, it was a great time. Tickets were super cheap. Places were super not busy. But then it really went down, and the the last about four days of our trip, everything shut down. So up until that point, everything went pretty smoothly. But now let's get into the main topic of the show, or one of the main topics. It's a combo from uh, two friends of the podcast. We got this uh, before we left. A conversation topic for the podcast from Dusty Ricketts. What would you like to see in a Battlefront 3? I think a popular direction could be if they do Star Wars Battlefront The Clone Wars and go all in on that. That way they can focus all their attention on one era, The Clone Wars. Angsty Kylo Ren on Twitter says, How about if they were to do a Battlefront 3 in a few years? What would be the main selling point to make it stand out from the previous two installments? So let's go into detail on what our thoughts are on a possible Battlefront 3 and if that makes sense with the content that we've gotten in Battlefront 2. So Battlefront 3 is this idea of a, of a future Battlefront game. My question is if we really need it. I think it could be cool, but later on, like a couple of years from now. Battlefront 2, I believe, still has a long life ahead of it. And we'll get into, uh, a little bit later, we have another topic. Uh, talk about uh, different kinds of uh, fan service versus balance and fun uh, later on in this episode. But on Dusty Ricketts' point, let's go into kind of the idea of what if they were to do a Battlefront 3, Star Wars Battlefront, The Clone Wars. Would you be interested in something like that? Yeah, if you do. Uh, what is Angsty Kylo Ren said a few years down the line, and like you said... Battlefront 2 still has some uh, youth in it. <laughs> yeah, but I, I actually think that's a good idea to focus the game on one era. Like the previous Battlefront was strictly based on the original trilogy. But, I mean, the draw of this game was all trilogies. You know, that was one of the, the big selling points. But as far as content goes for if they were to do a, a Battlefront game strictly dedicated to the Clone Wars... Obviously, they can add all the stuff they've already added as the base game, and there's so much they can do. There's so much lore, and the movies probably have the most, we've talked about this in the past, probably has the most content out of any other trilogy or era. I don't think this would be a great idea for Battlefront 3. I think that they were going to do that. They would. They should have started with Battlefront 2015 being all original trilogy, and then Battlefront 2 being just the Clone Wars, and then Battlefront 3 being the sequel trilogy. I think if they were going to do a Battlefront 3, at least what I would want would be a 
Star Wars Battlefront Ultimate. Uh, kind of on the idea of a Super Smash Bros. Ultimate where it just adds all of the content. All of the content in both of the previous games, as well as more on top of that. I think that would be the best approach if they were to make a Battlefront 3 because... I mean, if they didn't do that, there isn't a huge draw for a third game. Because we've got we've got Battlefront 2015 for the original trilogy. We've got Battlefront 2 2017 for the rest of it. But there's still a lot of content that we're missing. Um, just in terms of the heroes from Battlefront 2015 and not having them in Battlefront 2. That's a whole slew that could bump it up, up to... Um, close to 30 total heroes uh, which which would be huge so i think if they were to do that i think it should be a huge version of the game where it involves everything yeah i can see that working better and that's a big draw to purchase a new game too and then they can add the stuff they wanted to add in the the clone wars in that game too because i feel like this game just i just had a rocky start as far as seasons goes and if this one really starts off solid they can really add a lot of content in the, the time they have. Definitely. So Angsty Calloran asked what the selling point would make it from uh, stand out from the previous two installments. That, I think, would be the huge struggle for it um, because I think that would have to be... One, I think it has to be a separation of years. I think Battlefront 2 still has a lot of life left into it, and we may be proven wrong uh, if the developers stop uh, supporting the game and start working on a Battlefront 2 but if they were working on a Battlefront 2, we would already hear rumors about it. So I think that's a little bit later down the road. Um, if they were to do what could be interesting is if they just go all out into more of the ground combat of Battlefront. Maybe it's uh, more of the focus on ground combat and maybe it's in a separate era of like an unexplored era could be awesome. And they have like an arena mode where you could play something else. That could be an idea where they just create their own uh, universe, basically, uh, like their own canon section of Star Wars. That could def- that would definitely be difficult for a lot of reasons, but it could be interesting. Um, I would love to see a Battlefront Battle Royale game as well, like a, just a Battlefront Royale. Um, yeah, everyone else is doing it, so it wouldn't mm-hmm. be out of the ordinary. Call of Duty Battlefield, we've got Fortnite, we've got Apex Legends, we've got uh, PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, all of all of these different ones. And I think there's still a lot that they can do in that world. I think it would be so awesome to have a Battle Royale where you play maybe in Coruscant or uh, Endor. You have this huge, huge map. And slowly gets smaller and smaller, and you find equipment and weapons along the way. But with a Star Wars spin to it. Right. Like, you could get ships. Would that be the whole game, or just a game mode within the game? I would say game mode within the game. I mean, if they cut out... I mean, the story for this, the Battlefront 2, was pretty good. I mean, not like Fallen it was very Order quality. Safe. Yeah, it was very a very safe bet to go. I mean, I already I have some criticisms about it, but we can go into that. But if they do not make a story for the next game, it would save them a lot of time committing to maybe a Battle Royale game mode. True. But again, we would run into the issue that Battlefront 2015 faced, which was the uh, criticism that it did not have a single-player story mode. I mean, but the thing is, we're getting our Star Wars single-player fix in other mediums. We have other studios delving into that so Hopefully. if we have that going on we can just because they don't have multiplayer aspects so we could or they could get this little medium covered mm-hmm. and then your um, multi or your single player campaign fix would be covered by you know jedi fallen order type games yes i mean i think that would have been great if we didn't have the problems in the past that we had around battlefront 2015 and the criticism that it faced 
uh, even though it was touted as a multiplayer game mode or multiplayer game there were still issues with people expecting a single player campaign for it but if they were to just go strictly multiplayer they would have to do a huge focus on offline content as well right off the bat instead of adding it later like they did in Battlefront 2. I think that would be a integral part to the success of a Battlefront 3 is if they would were to do something like that that they have this super strong robust multiplayer and then they've got the really strong and robust offline content as well. Right, and one of the um, the draws of the name of Battlefront is people's memories with the old game on PS2 and Xbox and like that. So I feel like it'd be nice if they do make a new game to give some nods to, you know, its namesake and maybe base, you know, if we want to avoid controversy and do a single player type thing, make like a conquest type Mm -hmm. single player, which in essence, it's not overly complicated, but that was like at that time with those sort of graphics but i think that would be nice to you know give a nod to the you know the namesake there yeah so i think if they would definitely i think going forward if they were to if they're going to do a battlefront 3 anytime soon they would really have to work on distancing itself from the previous two be that going in a completely different direction or adding all of the content that's been released so far and more, which would be a huge undertaking. Yeah, but that, that comes out of the line. Would you rather have, you know, all those, all the content combined and then, you know, have more seasons or a completely new type arrangement? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So depends on your preference, I believe. Um, me personally, honestly, I think I'd like to see something different rather than add all the content together. But that's just me. Do a uh, Knights of the Republic era. The old Republic would be really fascinating. Right, yeah. I mean, there's no lack of content and ideas in the Star Wars universe. And then, One of the most yeah. like lore-rich franchises in history. Or they could even go on the new um, new era that they announced recently. That they hyped up super hardcore and just turned out to be a bunch of books and comics. <laughs> um, or they can just do strictly... like. T- the TV-based things, because we're getting a lot of television coming out. We already have Mandalorian that's has a second season coming. We have the new Clone Wars season, and we have had zero co- Clone Wars content from the shows in the game. So, not like, you know, direct content. Yeah. Obviously, there's indirect content there. Definitely. Uh, so, that would I think going forward, that'll be very interesting to see. Though, I think if they were to make a Battlefront 3, we would hear rumors and stirrings about it, because around this time at least in Battlefront 2015 cycle earlier, uh, after the Scarif DLC released, there was a span between uh, but the, around the first of the year where, was it 2017 or so? 2017, we started wondering about Battlefront 2, and then later on in 2017, it was, it was, it was early 2017, that we got um, the really hardcore rumors and then the leaked trailers and then the final like official trailer. So I think if they were to make one, we would hear about it. So I think that leads me to believe that Battlefront, 20, uh, Battlefront 2 will have a continued life cycle. Right, it's not like things nowadays you keep it under wraps. There's, there's going to be a leak. Like it's extremely difficult to keep anything under wraps for, for quite a while. So if there was a Battlefront 3 coming out we probably hear some stirrings like you said so, uh, so i posted on twitter we're back home what would you like us to cover on the next episode of swbp starting to put together the outline and would love to hear your thoughts on the state of the game also starting to work on the schedule for the future of swbp the podcast youtube and streaming for the podcast daniel Schilling. 
responded with, Loving the current state of the game. From a selfish point, I'm not bothered about supremacy or assault, but I love co-op. That's a game mode for me and could play it all day. Glad you made it home safe. Eat lots of curry. So we actually met uh, Daniel on our trip. And he took her to he took us to an awesome Indian food restaurant and guided us through the ways of the Indian food and kind of gave us pointers on that and then took us on a tour around London. Uh, thank you so much, Daniel, for that. It's a great time. And yeah, co-op is definitely my game mode to play. I could play that for hours and hours and do. Uh, whenever I jump into Battlefront, usually my first stop is co-op. But I do think that they should start getting more content from Capital Supremacy in, in terms of maps over to Galactic Assault. I think that would be a great addition and much appreciated for players of that game, especially now that we've got co-op and soon-to-be Capital Supremacy across all eras. I definitely think that they should start looking at Galactic Assault and seeing what they can do for it. Because they've mostly been focusing on the new stuff in terms of co-op and Capital Supremacy and, uh, and instant action, which are great things to focus on, but it is seemingly at the expense of game modes like Galactic Assault, which people still greatly enjoy. <laughs> Now let's go on to a uh, friend of the podcast, Ethan Clark's topic. He wants us to talk about why balance slash fun is greater than fan service and why that is important. So I think this, this idea right here is a very good point. It's a great topic to talk about. Fan service versus good fun content. I think what we the, the most recent prime example of that was with BB-8 and BB-9E. Uh, with the controversy around there, the developers thought they would be a great addition to the game. I agree with them. Um, and they added a great new fun aspect and gameplay to uh, Battlefront 2. But we had a lot of people saying, oh, hey, this this is not the character that I wanted. Like, why did you have to choose these balls? I think... It's very important uh, as a game just going forward that we have this content that is more fun and adds to the game in different ways rather than being a super fan service character. Yeah, I'm going to reference uh, Super Smash Bros. again, second time this episode. <laughs> but Nintendo's like anti-fan service, it seems. So they're all about the balance and what they call fun. <laughs> Not everyone calls Meaning it Meaning all of the uh, Fire Emblem characters. Right. Like with all of their new waves, I mean... Waluigi has been a want since the dawn of time. And they add Piranha Plant, a pad like a character in the background in the Super Mario Bros. franchise. But then again, the character is super fun to play, one of my favorite characters to play. So once you get past the idea of them not necessarily adding what you want and really trying to make it a cool, a really diverse and fun game, I mean, once you get that mindset, I mean, it's no problem. Mm -hmm. So as much as I want to complain about EA for adding you know, a couple of balls over, <laughs> you know, a character that, that I would really want for the for the series, like Poe Dameron, I'd rather have had. But once I get into the mindset that those characters are really fun to play and definitely adds a new diversity to the hero lineup, which diversity is key in any game. So mm -hmm. once I get in that mindset, I mean, I'm fine. I respect their decision and I have a hard time breaking away from the fan service. But I mean, in retrospect, once I kind of gather my thoughts i i respect their decision for sure long term fan service isn't the best 
Because then, well, once you get into a fan service land, you have all of these different issues that you face. One is you add this character for this group of people that are their favorite character, like fan service. So you run into the issue like, why did you add Ahsoka when you could have added Qui-Gon Jinn? Why did you add Ventress when we could have had Cad Bane? Why did you add, like, it can just keep on going and going. Um... And that's a big issue there. While when you go in and like the developers do, they look at what the community wants. They look at what's available. Uh, they look at who would be the best fit for the different kinds of gameplay that they want to achieve in Battlefront. They look at all of these things and they choose what's best for the game. And I think that is the way to go. So you take into these, like they do, they take in all of these different things. Uh, that's why it's so important to fill out the survey, to make your voice heard, to be vocal in the community, but without being toxic. Right, they're definitely more likely to, to read your response and you know, listen to it if you do the survey rather than just posting a hate comment on Reddit. <laughs> so, I mean, both have their their joys. I mean, fan service to an extent is good, but I think mm-hmm. fan service in a tolerable amount is the way to go. Yeah, because there's the most definitely part, too much. Focus on the balance and what you think is best for the game. Because, I mean, I'm not a developer. I don't know what's best for the game. I just know what sounds fun and what I think would be cool for the game, which doesn't always work out for the best. So, I mean, I feel like them they should have their job and they know it better than me. So that's, what, that's how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and overall... Um, feedback is very important in any game i think we should continue to voice our opinions but if it's if we get something in the game that is initially not what we wanted give it a chance like nyan numb was an unknown character that people were freaking out about being added to the game but turned out to be a huge fan favorite we've talked about this before in previous episodes about how these these changes in these characters these maps can be very very fun uh if we look at them and without just initially being, oh no, this isn't the character that I want, I am automatically hated. But if we look at it and say, this would be a fun character for the gameplay, I think that's the best option. That's why I love what they've done with the reinforcements. The reinforcements are something that they can be super creative about. They can go from all different kinds of aspects of Battlefront and, Battle- and Star Wars. Yeah, just keeping up fan service in a moderate amount. I mean, there's exceptions, like when people want something so badly and it's just commented everywhere, kind of like General Grievous. I mean, they kind of have to do that. (laughs) And like you can do fan service and still have a great fun addition. It's just finding those characters that would be like Poe Dameron is just another um, just for example, Poe Dameron is another blaster wielder and wouldn't change up the gameplay super hardcore. But adding two rolly balls with spinning attacks really switches things up. Yeah, the closest thing we've gotten to that gameplay was, I mean, the kind of stationary gameplay you could play is R2-D2. Other than that, there's been nothing like that. And another good addition was the Ewok Hunter. Definitely. I mean, like you were saying earlier, fan service and reinforcements don't seem to cause any controversy. But when it comes to the heroes, it definitely does. Mm Mm-hmm. Because there's such these huge tentpoles of Battlefront. Like a lot of people play Battlefront for the heroes, like like yourself. And it takes so long for a hero to be developed that it it's a lot of work and resources that some people argue could be going into other things. But I think if, if they choose a hero that um, benefits the gameplay and changes it up and adds something new, I think it's definitely worth it. Right, and, and still respect the fans. I mean, an overdose amount of fan service isn't quite what we want. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just 
being respectful to the community and you know honoring what you know realistic goals we want yeah and stuff that you know just quality of life stuff in the game i mean that's the bare minimum we we expect because there have been games in the past where they just go pure fan service and not actually how the gameplay works and they're terrible like yeah they have all of your favorite characters but the gameplay sucks so if you can come if someone who's never played who's never watched star wars can go in battlefront 2 and have a fun time that is what a real success for battlefront 2 and the developers is Right. At the end of the day, it's it's whether you enjoyed your time on the game, and that's the big thing. And um, I, I trust the developers to do the right amount of fan service and the right amount of balancing and stuff that they deem would you know benefit the game. I mean, they're not always right. I mean, look at the beginning of Battlefront Two. That was that was a rocky start there. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, after all this experience, I I hope I could trust them with the the state of games for sure. The state of the game, rather. Exactly. Now we're back home. We're looking forward to doing weekly podcast episodes as well as some more stuff on our YouTube channel. Um, the plan is to get at least one other video up on our YouTube channel each week. Um, we don't have a start date quite yet, but it's coming up, uh, and I'm working on getting stuff set up for that. And eventually, once we are able to get out of this super hardcore quarantine, start streaming again in the office because we don't have the internet here at the house. Yeah, and this whole quarantine situation has definitely not helped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we will uh, continue to be here, continue to be a part of the community. We thank you so much for listening to this episode and coming in every week. You can follow us on Twitter at SWBpodcast, twitter.com slash SWBpodcast, as well as our Instagram, same on Instagram at SWBpodcast. We're also on TikTok now. Sam has finally worn me down, and now uh, Battlefront Podcast is on TikTok. I have no idea what I'm going to be doing on there. Uh, when I when I, <laughs> when I sent a message, I was like, uh, "How do you do, fellow kids?" <laughs> How do you do, fellow kids? Uh, definitely feels that way on a lot of things for the TikTok, but we are going to be uh, doing some content on there as well, and that is at SWB Podcast. You can uh, support the show on Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast, like friend of the podcast, Joseph Loera. It's greatly appreciated, especially in these current times. If you have any money to spare um, that you don't need in these trying times as well, it'd be greatly appreciated if you sent it our way to help us keep up the posting, uh, the hosting of the show, as well as many other things. It'd be greatly appreciated. You can also support us on PayPal, paypal.me slash tie-dye-sheep, T-Y-E-D-Y-E-S-H-E-E-P, like for the podcast of Daniel Schilling. And a completely free way. Maybe you're like, hey man, I'd really like to support these guys, but I don't have any spare money to change, or spare change to uh, send them. Great free way that is just as important as leaving us a review on iTunes and spreading the word of our podcast. If you have some friends that play Battlefront, if you have, like, have a gaming community there, Definitely share our podcast with them. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. And our Gmail is battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. If you have topics like this, week episodes, topics, send them through the email, through Twitter, through Instagram, anywhere you can find us and you have some thoughts. Uh, we'd love to hear them. These are some of my favorite episodes where we get questions from you, the listener. You can listen to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, wherever you find podcasts, you can find this show, as well as Spotify now. As always, thanks for listening. 
and may the force be with you. No? No. You need to watch it. My TikTok is very different from your TikTok. My TikTok is just the memes. What did you put in when you put in your interests? I didn't have interests. No? Capable of putting in. Because when I started watching TikTok, I didn't have an account. Even if it, even if you don't have an account, it asks you that. You got service that I can look up something? I'll probably put this at the end of the episode. <laughs> do, do, do. Battle from Podcast is now on TikTok. If you're interested, we have no videos, but videos are coming. Who knows what we'll put on there.